0: Will boys be boys and girls be girls? Do such conceptions still exist? This podcast seeks to find the line between genders, or perhaps dispel it. Men and women are sitting down separately and answering questions on everything from money and relationships to politics and Kanye West. The cast will change. The results may vary. You're listening to Some Girls and Boys
1: everyone. We are here with the first episode of Girls and Boys, the podcast. There are three of us ladies here, and we're going to talk about a couple differences between girls and boys and the different experiences that we've had.
2: The boys are back in
1: town.
3: That's all I got. (laughs) In case you didn't notice, the boys are back in town. Welcome back, guys. uh, I got some questions for you. (laughs) First one, right off the bat. What is the difference and girls and boys.
1: The first question is, what's the difference in girls and boys? That is a really difficult question to answer
0: because I feel like that question is evolving. Like as time moves forward, like what does it even mean to be a boy and a girl, right? So then if we don't even know what the, the distinction is between the two, it's really difficult to say what, what what are the differences, you know?
2: Physical difference, obviously. Vagina versus penis. I think it's a penis versus vagina question.
1: There's definitely still our different distinction between boys and girls, but as you said, that it's changing in time, but also changing at different age groups. Like I would say that distinction is more visible when you're a preteen or something. I mean, a lot of us are teachers in this room and we've worked with adolescents. And so the distinction between girls and boys, I feel like when you're 12 or 13 is very different than the, the distinction between girls and boys when you're five or six years old.
4: Women expect more from everything. I think men expect more. Women are just more open about it because women will tell you, they won't tell you exactly what they want, but every guy's Seems to know what they want. They just don't give it to them. Uh, I disagree
2: wholeheartedly. I don't think it's an expectations thing. I think it's they know what they want, but they want you to figure it out. They it's almost like, why doesn't he know what I want? We're not going to read through those lines. I would much rather you tell me, hey, listen, motherfucker, my stomach hurts. And I want you to take me to Applebee's today. Right. Well, depends how you like Applebee's. But their expectations of it is why doesn't he know what I want? Doesn't he love me? Like, doesn't he pay attention enough to me? Uh, no, the fuck we don't.
3: Men want to make everything black and white and women don't want to make anything. anything black and white. It
5: depends on like circumstances like where we are in the country, because I'm sure in California, the gender neutral bathrooms in high schools are a thing, but at our school, no way. I think with most social movements, the more that
1: we progress, there's also this like interesting sort of backlash to that progression. So third person pronouns are becoming normed in lots of spaces. It's also like the prime time for gender reveal parties. There's this dual <laughs> momentum from both sides, like reinforcing stereotypes, pink as girl, blue as boy. But at the same time, It's becoming really normed that that whole distinction and the idea of that distinction between the two should be, and the ultimate goal is that it's a race.
5: This
3: next question, what do girls have wrong about guys, this is going to be like an hour long.
5: We're black and white, stop giving us gray areas. We give them way too much credit in certain circumstances. (laughs) I think we give them
0: way too many excuses. Yeah, exactly.
3: They think that we know what we're doing wrong and we're doing it anyway but we don't know what we're doing wrong. Like, I'll be doing something wrong. And she thinks I'm just pissing her off to piss her off.
2: Oh, so she thinks you're being a dick right. on purpose. Right, But, but I'm,
3: not. I, I have no idea I'm doing anything wrong. Yeah, and no, I agree with that. I've been in that situation a million times, and, like, I literally didn't know what I was doing, and I was just getting bitched at. She was mad about one thing, but she was, like, mad at me in general. Just like everything I did pissed her off. I'm like, all right, well, what did I actually do to make you mad?
5: I was talking to my grandpa about some guy, and I was like making up these excuses for him. And my grandpa was like, "You give this guy way too much credit. He's not thinking this deeply." And I was like, "My God, my eight-year-old grandpa said that to me, so it has to be really." But he should be
0: thinking that deeply. (laughs) Right. And they do have the the potential to do that. Yeah. Like that's. I think that goes on with the excuses. Oh well, he's a guy. Like he's a he. doesn't understands like oh he doesn't think about it this way and it's like no he has the, the,
4: the capability and he should. And
1: that goes back to our like social conditioning. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
4: Girls are much smarter than us so I feel like there's not much that they have wrong about us. <laughs> Michelle Obama had it figured out. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, Barack wasn't running this country fam I promise you. I'm just like pulling off my relationships. Let me
2: be the guy the the man. Let me be the caveman sometimes. Let me protect you. Let me provide for you. Let me shout to you, shit like that. And then there's times where you just need to back the fuck up. I think there's times where you know, you try to cuddle too much, try to be too much in your shit. Sometimes the fucking lion has to roar, just let that dude get his space.
1: What do guys have wrong about girls? That I mean lot. so many things, A right? Lot. I I don't even know how to start with pinpointing one specific. What do guys have wrong about girls?
0: Uh, uh God, what what do we have? But it's okay for us not to orgasm during sex.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's such a good one. It's not acceptable.
0: Uh, exactly. FYI, if any male is listening. Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, huh. What do we have? I think because the reason we don't have anything to say is like we probably don't know what we have wrong.
1: Yeah. Make the girls come. <laughs> I feel like the androgenic, if that's the word, male-centered idea of sex has been like so dangerous and destructive to just like so many relationships between men and women. The fact that sex is just like entirely, I guess, written along the lines of what, of a man's like trajectory. It's begins when the man's ready and it ends when the man's ready.
3: I mean, there are days I literally feel like I have everything wrong about girls.
2: I think a a woman's. Not independence, but her strength. I work out a lot, so I'm in the gyms a lot. There's some fucking badass, strong-ass women out there, dude, and they get shit done. Thinking of them as, you know, this fragile thing or person that has to be protected, that's the wrong impression.
5: There's a couple things, like women aren't strong enough or a woman's too strong, and it's like this back and forth where it's like, oh, she's too much for me, or she has too much of a personality, or she'll say what's on her mind, or she'll combat me and challenge me, and, like, that's too much. I think that's unacceptable, too. It's like you're not too much for having thoughts and you're not too much for standing up for yourself and for telling someone that you think they're wrong or that you just want to challenge them. But then there's also this idea that like a woman can't handle certain things like they always put a dean of culture right by my classroom because they think I can't handle these kids. And I'm like, well, I can. And like, let me fail first before you do that. Or on it in a like personal life thing, like women can't handle having like multiple partners without getting attached to one, like things like that. So it's either you're too much or you're not enough has there ever been a time you wished you weren't your gender oh
1: my god all the time time. frequently oh like constantly
3: fuck no Mm. being a woman like that that sounds fucking terrifying
2: uh between sex trafficking Rapes, Yeah, men just being assholes, pregnancy, birth control that can cause cancer, motherfucker getting pregnant, and then like having a miscarriage. You can get depressed from having a baby. This
0: no dick all day, baby. I used to say it jokingly when I was younger, and I think it holds a lot more brevity when I think about how easily that came off my tongue, that like, oh, if I could choose my gender, I would be a boy a thousand times over. But I think in terms of like ease and like comfort that you can go through life, it's so much easier being a boy. You almost can't exactly like put your phone on I explain definitively but there is just like a difference in the way that you're treated and handled right
1: I was
5: just about to say it's the way you're handled
1: and I think that comes back to a a worry of mine this deep-rooted just sort of fear that I'm always just being evaluated based on my appearance and that sometimes makes me doubt my own successes or things because a lot of times it's been men who are at the heads of these decision-making processes and I'm like I wonder how much just Everything that I've had in life is affected by the way I look. Women oftentimes are just taken less seriously.
2: What's the thing about a guy who sleeps with a lot of girls, but a girl who sleeps
4: with a lot of guys? If a key opens a lot of locks, it's It's a a master key. But if a door is opened by a lot of keys, it's a shitty lot of doors.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's true, because it's like, as men, we think about it, like, ah, dude, I slept with... Ten girls last week. Awesome. A girl tells you that you're like, hey, did you get tested? You good? You, <laughs> you get? <laughs> yeah, you did that more than an after pill? <laughs> I think we all have yeah. mothers and sisters and people that we love that are women and we care about them and want to take care of them. So not having that wish is a little fucked up. Yeah. But that's kind of the society we're in right now.
3: I think it'd probably be harder to be a gay guy than it would be a gay woman, I think.
2: So in this instance, would you rather be, if you had a pick, would you rather be a gay guy or a
4: lesbian woman? Guys don't care. They will come at you and even though you tell them like, yo, I get more vagina than you do, I don't want you. Gay guys ain't getting it like that. But I they might, like I they might have to fight just because, just because they're gay, but they're not getting harassed because somebody wants them. I would be like the ugly butch lesbian though. Like I got my gut and my football jersey
2: on. I ain't going to be attractive <laughs> enough to get hit on.
3: If I was gay, I'd rather be a girl. And I think it'd be the only time I'd rather be the under, uh, other gender. Because I feel like we would all be butches.
1: I think if I had the choice, like, at conception, you know, what whether I would be a boy or a girl, I would definitely want to be a boy. But now having all these lived experiences, I think what makes life beautiful often is difficulties and, like, how you deal with those difficulties. So I think that in many ways, being a woman can maybe lead you to have a richer, more complex life. <laughs> some things you worry about? Not
0: reaching... What I view my potential to be for some reason, like failing in these like self-imposed goals that I've set for myself,
1: choosing wrong, choosing right. what I'm pursuing, and figuring out that that was the wrong choice. Because I think we are all quite lucky to have varying interests and lots of things that, that we're good at, and and the choice right. like that in itself is a huge plus. And I'm just like, oh my god, this is the moment I've led all my life up to this moment of like acquiring educational degrees and all like very accolades and now I have to like decide what to do with it.
3: What are some things you worry about? Oversleeping. Oversleeping every day. Really? Yeah.
4: Huh. Honestly, I just worry about my happiness. That's about it. Everything else will fall into place.
3: When
2: was the last time
4: you worried about it? Before I got this job. Because I was broke as a joke, fam. <laughs> <laughs> Financially, I wasn't happy, which kind of, you know, affected everything else.
1: It- bothers me a lot of the time how much I worry about money because it seems sometimes like an unfounded worry. I'm just fending for myself right now and I'm the only person I have to provide for and I feel totally comfortable in terms of how much I make and being able to sustain my lifestyle. But for some reason, I still super worry about money. And I think that stems from another worry, which is this sort of future worry about caring for my parents who don't have money and have no savings and no plan
2: not being able to be self-sufficient supportive of my family when they need me little shit like that worries the fuck out of me if i'm late to work am i gonna have a job tomorrow you know if i don't make enough money am i gonna be able to support my family when something comes up
3: i've always been able to get myself out of like bad situations somehow and i think i almost worry about the lack of worry i have for myself if that makes sense (laughs) because like every time i'm like like all right i'm in a terrible spot but like i've always been able to get out of it which is a Like a good thing to be able to do, but at the same time, it's like, (laughs) is it like stress about not stressing, I guess?
5: I wrote down 18 pages of like things that are giving me anxiety and one, it was 18 pages. It was a lot. I worry about everything kind of not being enough, like me not being good enough at my job or me not having like enough like my whole life my parents are like you're gonna go to law school this is your plan and then I have this career shift and I'm like maybe that's not for me but I always know it's there and I don't like want to call law school like a safety plan because it's absolutely not a safety plan but it's an it's not not an option right but then it's like being like in education or being a principal and it's like that's where who knows like I've been a teacher for four months I don't know anything
3: yeah I mean that's kind of it I mean, I, other than the general, like, oh, I worry about the future. Like, what the hell am I going to be doing in five years? But, like, I if you look too much into that, it's you're not going to enjoy where you're at, you know.
5: But then it's like, how long is this happiness? Gonna, like, when you talk about happiness, I'm like, am I going to be happy working in education when I have, like, a partner and a family? Because that's what I do want in life. Or, like, I think about my parents, too. Like, my brother is definitely not going to take care of my parents. So I know it's going to be me. Money, my mom always says this, money doesn't buy happiness. It just makes things a lot easier
0: I don't know I feel like the older I get the more I realize like there is beauty in stepping off the track that you set for yourself or I think a lot of people think that like life is linear and that you have to like stay on this conveyor belt of just taking one step and then the next and the next because that's what you're meant to do and that's what society tells us to do I think a lot of the beauty in life comes from like stepping off that track